It's a new year, but the same bunch of abrasive, over-opinionated sports podcasters. T-Bosh and the fellas talking life and sports welcomes you into 2018 with episode 24. We planned on digging real deep in the new year to bring you, the listener, our obnoxious sports content. The results are in, y'all. The fellas have been picking games from across the sports world since episode 18. And after picking all these games, we've got a three-way tie for dead last place. Time for a sudden death round. Of course, you know we've got to ask the fellas what their New Year's resolution is. And a real quick disclaimer, I have absolutely no clue what their resolution is. So all I can hope is that they're actually appropriate for public consumption. The big sports topic on the docket today, the Charlotte Hornets sitting at 15 and 23. Should they blow up the team? That's the big question. We'll see what the fellas think. Joining the show today, we've got the guy who thinks he's the best predictor of all things sports. Well, at the same breath, fighting to stay out of last place in our picking games competition, it's the hot tub, Mr. Dustin Miner. Because apparently picking teams that are going to make the playoffs before the season starts and winning the fantasy football league in this show does not matter. <laughs> Up next, I've got a good feeling 2018 is this guy's big year as he's killing it in the Charlotte, North Carolina real estate game. If you're in the QC, go get you a house from this guy. It's the jokester, Chris Perez, a.k.a. Perez. Let's go Panthers. Yeah. Game day, baby. Panthers, baby. Woo! And finally, it's the long, eyelashed, perpetually single man of mystery. We call him Burnsy. You can call him Alan Burns. Yo, coming from Charlotte, right down the street from POA. <laughs> I'm your overworked and underpaid host and creator, Thomas Bosch. Yeah, you are. <laughs> we appreciate you tuning in to T-Bosch and the Fellas Talking Life and Sports episode 24. Let's get her done. Let's commence in the only possible appropriate way. You know what that is, by honoring the gods. LaCroix, you cool me down and warm my heart all at the same time. Your bubbles remind me of the miracles of Jesus. Nothing like starting a new year with some clean feeling, no calorie, all natural berry goodness. LaCroix, happy 2018. Let's get it done and do this collab. Show us that sponsorship, LaCroix. Perez, you ready? Oh, I, uh, I just cracked up in my LaCroix about 30 minutes ago. Done, I'm a little sad. <laughs> Here we go. I know y'all love it. Was that, a, was that a drink you were opening up or something else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's my LaCroix. It's my LaCroix. LaCroix, hook the fellas up with that sponsorship. We keep reaching out. Check us out. Facebook and Instagram at T-Bosh and the fellas. Gentlemen, we had a Christmas tree competition. It is officially time to announce the winner. We had this posted on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We had the listeners voting. And it looks like Johnny Tiberzi, the ginger sensation, is the big winner. And we're going to, at least I'm going to credit this, with the fact that he's currently staying with his folks. So, of course, they have the dopest Christmas tree, right? They have, like, real adult things going on there. (laughs) Does anyone agree with me on that? Is that the reason he won? Not to mention a woman's touch. Yeah, and his mom's a fine woman, by the way. And I'm talking about Johnny. I'm not talking about his mom. (laughs) (laughs) We all know Johnny decorated that screening. You should see his house during Easter. He goes all out with pastel. I guarantee you. Hey, I guarantee you he was at a meeting for work while they were decorating the Christmas tree. You know, know, honestly, he probably (laughs) skipped out on one of our show recordings just so he could do that trade. Johnny doesn't actually work. He just has work meetings. 
that. Hey, you got to hate on the big winner. Come on now. He's not here to defend himself. So this is how we do. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, what we would say All that. Right, Sambo. He's not here to defend himself. That's right. You know, you know what? That's how we do to each other. That's just how we do. All right, on to the next thing. And obviously, we're just doing a little bit of housekeeping here real quick with life. Burns, you did something very interesting over the holidays. You hollered at uh, someone that anybody that watched Mike and Mike for um, years, she was on this show as a producer and intern, Miss Kristen Balboni. Why don't you tell us how that came about, Burns? Well, it started with a little bit of bourbon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I just happened to get on my phone and, you know, I was looking through Facebook and noticed Kristen had posted something and I, I commented and, and invited her on the show. Yeah. And Burn- I, I didn't I didn't I didn't think she would actually reply. Yeah, um, it- but she did. And she seemed very interested in coming on the show. So the big question, fellas, Kristen's a very decent girl at the end of my head. I was thinking the same thing, P-Rev. God, she is a pretty <laughs> decent girl, isn't she? You know what, dude? I've always thought she was v- very good looking, and I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tone it down here because we would love for her to come on to the show. So, yeah. uh, uh, all right, uh, give me a percentage, just real she's, quick. She's very, very, she's very, very decent looking, Tombo. Yeah, she is. She she's is very decent TV. looking. Made <laughs> she... for TV, not radio. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this real quick. Give me a percentage. I'm gonna ask each of you. What percentage do you think she actually makes an appearance on this show? And of course we want her to. We'll go with Pires first. Do you think she shows up? What's your percentage? 3%. Percent, Tom, uh, 3%. Pires is going three. real low on us. All right. Dustin, what about you? $1, Tom. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> He's going even lower. He says 1% chance. All right, Burns, since you're the one, you know, the antagonizer of the situation. Dustin just fucking prices righted me. I know he did. That's <laughs> sure exactly did. what he did. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely yeah, prices righted you. You're not going to believe I was going to go with 2% because, but that just doesn't even, that like pigeonholes me in between 3 and 1. <laughs> you got to go higher than Peter oh, But at the same time, you could be the genius. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna go 4% and for the win. <laughs> All right, well, no, then I got to one-up you, and I'm going 6%. So oh. <laughs> I gotta, I'm going 6%. But, of course, we would love to have her on the show. She's very can, interesting. You can tell we're a confident gr- uh, group of guys. Yeah, right. Or, well, unfortunately, listen. all contestants voted over, and uh, $1 is the winner. <laughs> yeah. just, of course, of course, we would want her to join the show. You know, but you know, she's a busy lady. She's entrenched in the sports world, and that's what we're doing here. So if she'd like to come ha- have fun with the fellas, we would love to have her. So definitely, we'll keep you updated on that. Now. Uh, we got some serious business going on. We've been picking games, three games every single episode since episode 18 from around the sports world. Last week was the last week of the year and the last episode to pick games. However, we have a three-way tie for dead last place between Johnny, the ginger sensation to Ryan Terry, the YouTube sports sensation, and Dustin Miner, Mr. Hot Tub. We've got a three-way tie right now. So right now, in this sudden death matchup, what we're going to do is we're going to pick three more games. And we're going to have a tiebreaker at the end of this thing. We're picking two Sunday NFL games. Bills at Jags. Bills are plus nine. Dustin, who did you choose? I I am going with the Mafia and that Panther blood, Tombo. Give me uh, the Bills. Okay, so he's (laughs) he's taking the Bills plus nine. Ryan also picked the Bills. Johnny also picked the Bills. So basically, there's no winner in that one. Now, Panthers at Saints. 
Panthers are getting seven points. Dustin obviously picked the Panthers. Johnny picked the Panthers. And Ryan picked the Panthers. All right. So there's no winner there. All right. So you guys are all locked up. But then the big game here, and pretty much the deciding thing, is going to be the national championship. That's Bama versus Georgia. Georgia is getting three and a half points. Dustin, who did you choose in this one? Bama. All right. He chose Bama. Ryan chose Georgia. Uh Uh-oh. Johnny chose Bama. Now, what I'm going to do is, just in case you and Johnny are right, we're going to have you guys pick the total points scored in the game. The over-under. We're going to update you guys on that later. We're not going to do that right now. But just in case there's a tiebreaker going into tomorrow. I'm going to take whatever Vegas says anyway. So I'm just going to Google it, and I'm going to take that number. Well, the over-under right now is 45 points. That's exactly what I would take. All right. I trust trust the mafia. All right. Well, then we're going to reach out to Johnny as well just in case there's a tie. So we'll figure that out, and we will tell you who the big winner is on episode 25. Now getting into our main topics today. New Year's, happy 2018 to everybody. The big question from the fellas, what is your New Year's resolution? Perez, I'm curious. What you got going on? What's your resolution? Uh, to grow a real-life man beard this year. You're going to grow a man beard? You're going to need all year, Perez. Yeah. I like know, you- I'm, start I'm two months in, and uh, my mom made fun of me yesterday for having pizzas on my face. Yeah, I was going to say, did you start in June of 2017 to make that a possibility for December of 2018? You guys are going to be laughing when I have my beard in October. <laughs> All right. All right. That's a good one because Perez, he doesn't do well on the uh, facial hair. That's for sure. He's a little. I'm putting, I'm putting Rogaine on my face. Yeah. For a grown man, you got an awful uh, patchy beard, bro. Yeah. 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 I got three chest hairs, too. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Dustin, what's your big New Year's resolution? I think, I think it's like I live down here in Florida now. From Charlotte for like seven or eight years. Yeah, I haven't really, really fully explored this wonderful state of mind. So my resolution this year is to basically go on a few weekenders and actually explore things like Disney World, Daytona 500, Key West. That's you awesome. Know, maybe I go to Hogwarts or some shit. Yeah, Harry Potter World. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, maybe I go to Star Wars. Get, oh, get some oh, of the Ford. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, they also they got like a Six Flags or Bush Gardens over there in Tampa. Then they got some sweet ass roller coasters over there. I just feel like I should be like traveling around Florida a lot more, just because everything is like an three hours away and I can do a lot. Absolutely. It. It's now, a- Dustin, are you allowed to be that close to children? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you let me be that close to your child, sir. <laughs> oh, well, I my eyes on you. Dustin, I think that's a noble pursuit. I actually love the whole weekend trip idea. I'm all about the weekend trips. Yeah, for a 16 year old. <laughs> I'm not, pretty sure I get a sweet like Florida discount for living here too. Not necessarily his destinations, but the fact that he wants to bounce around and like leave town for the weekend. I think that's a good way to live your life, man. Well, this hard, man. I have my job is like I hear you, dude. Down. I hear you. Such is life. Burns, what about you? What is your big New Year's resolution? Uh, in the nicest and most politically correct way possible, I would like to honor and give my or my mother a new grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> really? 
I want to extend the family tree. That's what I would like to do, America. No girl that you date over the next year hears this podcast. Yeah. I'm not going to tell her about it. No girls I date. No girls you date will know about this podcast. Wait, hold on. So let me ask you. So what you're telling me is you're trying to impregnate a chick and spread your seed. No, that's yeah. not what he was trying to say. He was trying to say it politically correct, but you just kind of blew it up like that. Well, I, I'm yeah. just yeah. – so do you have someone in mind that you'd like to to to, to extend your legacy with here? <laughs> or are you just like any anybody will do? Like what's what are the parameters here? Um, I believe the word was decent. Yeah, oh, so decent. decent is the standard. Yep, just any decent girl. That's, it, it's wide open. <laughs> that That no, is wide no open? No you hear that, ladies? If you consider yourself decent, Burns wants to give you the seed. <laughs> Wide open, baby. Oh my God. Well, we pretty much just blew any chance of Kristen Balboni coming on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen. One dollar one dollar is the winner, Bob. I, I listen, listen. At least he listen, at least Burns set the bar low so he could get it done. You know what I'm saying? He just he's just looking for a decent girl that that, that likes to be wide open. <laughs> you know that's what I'm saying? Kind of, I mean, sit together a little bit. Just yeah, a little bit. Like he's not looking for amazing, inspiring, like stunning. He's not looking for any of that. So, like, the list could be long. So, Burns, yeah. <laughs> I've been looking that for that my entire life, and it hasn't been working. So. Sure. All right. All right. So now he's Dude, just ready God to spread bless the legacy, your heart, man. And good luck. <laughs> yeah. Bless you, my friend. Bless you. <laughs> All right. God be, sir. Very cool. Honestly, I'm reading a book right now called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. You should totally read it. <laughs> it's a good one. How do you know I haven't read it? All, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So listen, uh, my my New Year's resolution is very simple. Uh, my New Year's resolution is to bang out at least 25 episodes. That's one every two weeks. Oh, of I thought you were going to say something totally different. Oh, no. No, no, no. Sorry. I guess I led into that a little wrong there. <laughs> Bang out 25 episodes of T-Bosh and the fellas talking life and sports. Asian chicks. What? <laughs> I think you should start low and just try to, um, you know, update your software in there. Oh, I, all right. I, I see what you're doing here, Perez. You're hating on my software game. <laughs> Was that what you're doing? Uh, well, you know. Well, how, how many did we really have this year, Tom? Bro? Listen, I we, think we got. I think we had over twenty-five. There were three episodes with technical difficulties. <laughs> one, one just happened to be when Justin gave him the D rod. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Moving on, Charlotte Hornets. They're fifteen and twenty-three. Five Always games. My Listen, ridiculous. The Hornets are five games out of the eight spot in the playoffs right now. They're coming off a West Coast trip in which they went 3-1 and one and had back-to-back wins for the first time since mid-November. In that trip, they beat the Warriors, Kings, and Lakers and gave up a 19-point lead to the Clippers to lose late in the fourth quarter. So, really, they should have swept that, that road trip. In your opinion, gentlemen, if the Hornets don't work themselves back into the top eight teams in the Eastern Conference by the time the All-Star break happens in mid-February... Should they blow up the team? And if you think that they should blow up the team, who do you keep? I'm going to start with Mr. Basketball over here, Alan Burns. I just say go ahead and blow it up right now because <laughs> you're five games out of the eighth spot, which, I mean, that's not really a, a much of an accomplishment if you do make it to the eighth spot. I say the only person that we keep is Dwight Howard because he's the only one that's earning his keep. Wow. Okay. Wow. Dwight Howard is the only player that Burns is going to keep. Yep. 
Okay. All right. Dustin, we what about you? For, we can get something for Kemba. I would just go ahead and cut Nick Batum if, if that's even possible. $100 million man that's not doing much at all. Right, exactly. All right, Dustin, what about you? Um, did you guys happen to see that graphic I sent you guys before the show put today? I did. I thought it was very interesting and it's very, very obvious um, who we should keep and not keep on this team. But as far as I'm blowing the team up, no, I don't think you need to blow the team up. But you do need to off some of these contracts that are costing us a lot of money. I'm going to kind of parlay off of what Burns says. He wants to cut Nicholas Batum. He is our most guaranteed with $72 million. He's our biggest guaranteed contract on our whole payroll. Yep. So apparently he's supposed to be our best player. And that's like, he's not even as good as Cody Zeller. Kim, I don't agree losing Kimba. I do think that we could get a lot for Kimba because Kimba's contract is so damn sweet, dude. Like it's two twelve million for twelve million this year, twelve million next year, only 12, 24 guarantee, and and he's an all star. So that contract is so good on our books. I don't see how you let that go. I agree. Um, you can't. I mean, you're just not going to get that value there at point guard in the NBA, hands down. The only other contracts that I think are very skeptical is that, is that Cody Zeller contract. But if you watch it, it only goes up a million dollars. Um, up to thirteen million, up to fourteen million, and up to fifteen million from um, every year henceforth. So at least we we'll know what we got, and we might be able to bail on that contract when the time comes. So, but he does have fifty six million guaranteed, the second highest biggest contract on the current Charlotte Hornets that would make Cody Zeller our second best player. That's not the truth either. So yep. you're right. I do agree with Burnsy. Dwight Dwight Howard to get that center for that kind of guaranteed money at forty seven million. That's a solid contract there. You don't let go of that. You don't let it go of the Campbell contract. You could, if you want to get try to shop Cody, I would, but you can still bail on that. I would probably I would say Michael Kidd Gildchrist is the guy that I would probably key on because I think his contract with the I mean he still has a thirteen 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 for the million for the next three years. But I feel like you could probably get something, and he does have 26 guarantee. He would probably be the one guy. I don't think you're going to be able to trade Nicholas Batum. No one's going to pay 72 million guarantee for that guy. So it is what it is. But that's I, I mean that's my two cents. Okay. I, I, no, no. I, I and you know a lot of that I agree with. I'll I'll catch up with you on that here after Pires. Pires, what do you think? I I don't really see the point in blowing it up because. I feel like our team right now is what a team that would blow up would look like already. Okay. I mean, we're trying, and we still might finish in last place. Like, you know, what happens if we blow it up? We, we get a couple of bad contracts on our hands, and then what? We try to build through the draft that's never guaranteed. I mean, 76ers, it took them a long time to get to where they are. They're still an average team in the East. So I don't really see the point in completely blowing something up. I think that our front office needs to... Uh, do their homework, have a couple of good drafts, make some decent trades. I think Kimba leaving is an inevitability. I think he's such a high value for that contract. I feel like we could get maybe some good pieces for him, but I don't think blowing it up is the answer, unfortunately. And we're going to end up right back where we are. You know, it just sucks. Yeah. Well, listen, it, on a few things. Okay, Burns, I agree with you. Dwight Howard, I think you need to keep him no matter what because Dwight Howard has come into Charlotte and proved that he stayed healthy, Throughout this entire year, hasn't been injured whatsoever, even played through injury, actually, which is very un-Dwight Howard-like. 
but he's been double a double in all over people. I think he's a solid player. I think you kind of need to have that anchor. Pires, I totally disagree with you on that. Kemba Walker is going to be eventually gone off the Hornets because if you are management for this organization, you have to have a leader and he is that leader. He's also cheap as fuck right now. (laughs) And I mean, you got him for the next couple of years at $12 million. You're paying Cody Zeller more than that. So I meant, I meant later on, he's going to, he's not going to stay. Yeah. He's not going to resign with this combo. So I would be totally open to trade him next year when he has his last year in contract, because he ain't going to come back to the Hornets. I disagree. I disagree. I think he definitely comes back to the Hornets because this is his team. You just need to put the pieces around him. And our management has not done that. It, it's yeah, it's wishy-washy. You your own question. He's not going to get the pieces he needs. If Kimball wants to win, he could get into a bigger market and flourish. I mean, he could, be, he could become part and of And someone's going to be willing to pay him a lot more than $12 million. And from what I see on our books here, I don't know where we're going to get the extra money to pay him. Well, I mean, obviously, they're going to have to mess with those numbers a lot. (laughs) I have a friend friend that's a photographer for the Hornets uh, and does a little bit of work on the floor, and he knows Kimba's family that sits down there, and they're already out of the city. I mean, he's he's done with Charlotte. There you go. I don't like that inside information there. Hey, people want to play in big markets. That's why we don't get big names in the first place, and that's why we can't hold on to big names. Yeah, we don't talk to the, we don't talk to the uh, the actual athletes. We talk to their mamas, okay, and and their cousins. Mama Kemba. That's that's a southern way of doing things. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a southern way of doing things. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. All right. You know, obviously, I don't think anybody's going to take Batum's contract. I also don't think that you can just outright cut him. I don't really actually know how that works in the NBA. Because those contracts are mostly guaranteed. guaranteed, Yeah, so like like you can't just cut that, that dude. Right, exactly. And Nick Batum is absolute garbage this year. You know, he's probably our fourth best player. I think if you're if you're gonna least aggressive one hundred million dollar man I've ever seen in my life. I think he doesn't even want the fucking ball. Exactly, exactly. You know, it's completely different than he was the first year here in Charlotte three years ago. Honestly, I think there's only four players that you absolutely have to keep if you want to build on this team. That's Howard Kemba. MKG, so I disagree with you there, Dustin. I think MKG being a lockdown defender, his shooting gets better every single year. Now, granted, there's a lot of starters that play his position all across the league that put up a lot more numbers, but are they as good a defender? That's the question there. And then, honestly, the last person I would absolutely have to keep is Jeremy Lamb. I think Jeremy Lamb should be in the six-man-of-the-year conversation, you know, somewhere right there with Lou Williams. I'm I'm with you on that. You know, I mean, that dude's coming off the bench averaging 16, 18 points, whatever. And he's essentially our whole bench, you know, in terms of scoring, unless Frank Kaminsky decides he's going to show up that night. So, you know, guys, listening to you guys talk about this makes me extremely sad. Uh, The fact that we're in basketball country and we have grown to accept such a level of mediocrity for our basketball team. Well, we're sitting here debating on whether or not we should keep Jeremy Lamb. Like, give me a break. You put him on any of the top tier teams, he probably ain't even getting maybe five, ten minutes of playing time. It's just the team is so middle of the road, it's not funny. Like, we, below. we have below. below. I mean, we're, we're perennial eight or nine seed, and it's just garbage. Like, I hate it. It's just sad to me. No, I mean, it is. It, it, I mean, of course, it hurts my heart as a Charlotte sports fan. But I'm just being washed up, a washed up Dwight Howard, uh, a washed up Dwight Howard. That's about to make the all-star team this year. 
dude, he's got a couple years left, but he's not the old Dwight Howard of old. He's putting up numbers because he's on a bad team. Of course he's going to put up numbers. I he's, mean, he's the only... Come on, Pete. Listen, anything. listen. I understand your hate right now, but at least be no, honest I mean, with yourself. Games and it's just a bad team. It's just not what I would want for my, my basketball team. Listen, if we're being real about what, what the state of the Charlotte Hornets is, we've been in pretty much... Every single game this year, with the exception of probably a handful, and we just haven't pulled it out in the end. So we're not getting just absolutely annihilated by people. We're just not coming up in the clutch in the fourth quarter. Like, how do you come out and score 12 points in the fourth quarter? We you only know? have one player that can create their own shot off the dribble. No, well, Jeremy Lamb actually does that coming off the bench, and that was my that was my only point about Jeremy Lamb. I'm not that's, saying he's an all-star. Horses, man. you got to finish the game, four quarters. I agree. The Charlotte Hornets have a lot of work to do. Me, personally, I wouldn't blow them up. I'd, I'd try and work the pieces around what you got. You're going to have Kemba for a couple more years. According to Burns, he's on his way out. I guess we'll see how that goes down. But, you know, the Hornets do need to improve. But, you know, you just got to be honest with yourself about the situation. The Hornets, when was the last time that the Hornets were a top three team in any in, in the Eastern Conference at all? Were we it in, wasn't even that way with Grandma and Alonzo. Exactly. So that's the point. Like, how are your expectations that high when we've never been that, even at our highest point? So, you know, that I would just say temper the expectations if we make the playoffs. I think we should that's a, a win for Charlotte. Burns, if we can be in the playoffs every single year, that's a win for the city of Charlotte for basketball, period. I think I think we should focus on the New Year's resolution that Burns just made that the Hornets just need to be decent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they just need to be decent. That's garbage, man. There's other small markets like Oklahoma City that, you know, they can, they can get superstars. You just got to appeal to them. Yeah, I, I agree because you have to have other superstars. So why are you going to throw? You got two of them on your on your team, essentially, Dwight Howard and Kemba Walker. I mean, not superstars, but stars in the NBA. So, I mean, yeah, listen, you got to attract talent with talent in the NBA. That's well, just that's the way of the world these days. You know how the 76ers have trust the process? Yeah. Would you have to, wanted we, to listen as a Charlotte Hornets fan? Would you have wanted to sit through that process for the last six no. years? No, but I mean, maybe it's time to start the process. Why? I mean, because the seventy sixers, the seventy sixers are the eight seed right now, dude. Like, it's not like yeah. they're tearing it up. I mean, I think the only realistic way the Hornets will ever be good is that we all need to start praying right now <laughs> that when <laughs> that when Stephen Curry's contract gets up, that he's going to want to come home. He's nah, not going. Hey. And if, if that is. Anything short of that is just ridiculous, like P. Diddy owning the Panthers. Right, exactly. All right, listen. Now I'm just getting irritated about the, <laughs> about the Hornets. So we're moving on. Listen, pick one. It's back. Everyone's favorite game, pick one. We put the fellows in those uncomfortable situations, and they must decide which situation they would endure over the other. Are you guys excited to have this back for this episode? Yeah. Woo! I mean, my balls have been not looking forward to it. You know what? Else I'm going to go fine. ahead and make you a promise. This has nothing to do with your with your twig and berries. Tell them just be decent, okay? All right. I'm just going to be decent. All right. So, yeah. it, we're only doing one question today. So, These here we go. so sexy to me right now. Gentlemen. You know how they choose someone to throw the footballs into the hole during halftime as some of the big games for a big prize? You know how they do that? Oh, yeah. Like Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper? Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay, now, would you rather be selected to participate in this competition where all you must do is get 10 out of 20 throws to go in the hole? If you succeed, you win 10 grand. 10 grand is a lot of money. Now, for how many? 
Ten grand. Ten out of twenty. Ten, 10 out, out of twenty. Yeah, you got to hit ten out of twenty. Okay. <laughs> now the it's game. Like ten yards. I think. <laughs> now the game that you're doing this at is today's Panther Saints game in New Orleans. Put yourself in that situation. You're rocking your Panthers jersey. Got the face painted. You have gone all out. You step out onto the field in front of 75,000 Saints fans and a national TV audience and then proceed to go zero for 20. Not a single one goes in. No money. No glory. Just shame and embarrassment in front of the enemy. Never getting late again. <laughs> the, the entire Superdome is celebrating your failures. All right. Or... Have the Panthers get shut out 41-0 to by the Saints in today's wildcard game? That's a tough one. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> or, or have what? Or have the Panthers get shut out 41 to nothing today in the Saints wildcard game? All right, let me take lead, Tombo. This yeah. game is this is very, very easy, dude. The Panthers ain't fucking losing today. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, so I'm I'll air ball. I'll throw. I'll throw all twenty balls into the stadium. I'll hit one of those dumb hoodad guys in the face. <laughs> yeah, we, we got to take one for the team. You gotta I'll throw it. one backwards. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, said, I'll kick one. I'll kick one of those damn footballs. You said I'll hit one of them hoodad cats in the face. <laughs> they deserve it. All right, so Dustin. I'll start launching footballs towards the uh, Saints sidelines trying to fucking hit Breeze. <laughs> all right, all right. D- Birds, what about you? Yeah, you, you got to take one for the team. You can't let your boys go down 41 to 0 if you oh, have no. anything to say about it. I know, man. It's tough. We're not getting shut out. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. <laughs> not only shut out, but 41 to nothing. Like, not even a little shut out. Like, a lot of shut out. All right, Perez, what about you, man? You know, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in you, Thomas, that you'd even think for a second that one of us would take that 41 out. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. National I'm personal pride. I'm, not, I'm, not I'm just disappointed. National, yeah, I'm a little offended. Dude, do you know you would be the number one on the not top 10 on Sports Center? I would gladly take it. That's a lot of pubs. And a pub is not a bad pub. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the fellas, of course, they don't want the, the Panthers to lose today. This game's getting underway here in just a couple of moments. So we got to wrap this up. No boss, episode 24, the beginning of a great year for the fellas. Congrats to Johnny Tabersi on the win for having the most Christmassy of Christmas trees. LaCroix, don't forget the fellas are watching you. And what a better way to start the new year than hooking up the fellas with that sponsorship. And I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm pretty pumped about this sudden death round as we have a three-way tie for last place between Dustin, Johnny, and Ryan. Who will be the worst at picking games and suffer a punishment at the hands of the fellas? We'll update you on the final standings this week, so keep checking in on us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at T-Bosh and the fellas. Tub, Panther Nation, keep pounding. Keep pounding, sir. Big game for those Panthers today. Playoff football, P-Rez. Go sling some houses, baby. Go Panthers. Go Panthers. Burns. Single plug. Yes. You heard it here. Burns, you go get you a decent lady in 2018, sir. I'm on my way to the bar right now. (laughs) He's going to find him a decent lady so he can spread that legacy. Thanks. It's all. I hope she's wearing a Casey jersey. <laughs> Thanks as always for tuning into our absurd sports commentary. I'm your host and creator, Thomas Bosch, telling everyone out there to start their new year by opening up your arms real big 
as big as you can get them. Give each other a huge big old hug. And damn it, let's make the world a better place by being nice to each other. We'll see you on episode 25. Y'all be good. Wow.